You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to The Ride In DFS and betting podcast for week six. It is Friday, so this rundown is pretty up to date in terms of who will be in and out. I kind of know, have a better gauge than last week's, which is on Wednesday. You guys know at some point Wednesday through Friday, I record this. It's basically whenever I get a second. Sunday, we will still do the live stream in the core final core four at around 10 a.m. And we, as always, will review the lineup, the tournament plays, etc., on Monday and talk about some lessons that we learned. So far this year, we are 4-1 and one in double-ups, which is good. We've had four winning weeks, one losing week, sitting at about 70% of head-to-heads won cumulatively through five weeks. So this week looks like it's shaping up to be a don't be cute with your plays type of week. Um, there is some value really poking through, and we'll talk about it. At QB, I think it is Josh Allen again. I mean... His salary really isn't budging, even though he's scoring between 30 and 40 fantasy points a week. They're just saying that, like, we're not. It happened with Christian McCaffrey as well a few years ago when he was just scoring 30 to 40 fantasy points every single week. He hit, like, 10-4 or 10-5, and they just, no matter if he had a 50-point week or whatnot, they just kept him at 10-5 because that was kind of what they capped the salary at. Josh Allen looks like he's just going to stay around that 8-2, 8-3, 8 range. And he plays Kansas City. That game could really get juicy back and forth. He'll probably be a core four play for me, especially since there's a little bit of value opening up at other positions. Um, obviously, I do like Geno Smith. He's playing outside of his mind. And I think those are the two that you consider. You either play Allen up top, Geno Smith down low. Um, I mean, there's other other people to consider. I guess you can consider Brady again. Um, but honestly, for me, it is going to be Allen or Smith. Probably Allen. Um, you guys know my feeling on Josh Allen. He just has such a high floor and ceiling combo that I like to lock him into cash. QB's pretty easy this week. It's one of those two for me. So let's talk about all this value that has opened up. And I think what this value does is it kind of opens the door to play more expensive wide receivers or tight ends. So here's who we have. Ramondre Stevenson. Obviously, Damian Harris is out. The Patriots are playing the Brown or yeah, the Browns. He's 6K. We just saw him get 20 totes for 160 yards. He's a great pass catcher, Ramondre Stevenson. Eno Benjamin, right? The Cardinals are banged up at running back. It looks like Eno will be the feature back at 4,600. And he's looked good this year, in my opinion. I mean, eye test-wise, I've watched pretty much the Red Zone channel every week. But um, he's looked good. He's, ca- he's catching passes. He looks spry. 
I like Eno Benjamin at 4,600. And then Daryl Henderson. Um, you guys know that I write for Fantasy Points. I would recommend you subscribe there. We got the notification that Cam Akers is, you know, having a little bit of issue with the Rams organization. He may be just inactive, uh, away from the team slash inactive this week. That leaves Daryl Henderson with a pretty sizable workload. Now, Malcolm Brown will probably be in there too, but in the mix, called up, etc., like those three guys. Now, here's the question. Do you play a mix of those of two of those guys with uh, one of the better pay-up options, like Lenny Fournette or Christian McCaffrey or even Joe Mixon? I like Joe Mixon in tournaments. I don't think he's so much of a cash play. Um, Saquon is 7,700. So do we play one of those expensive, high touch high value touch running backs like McCaffrey, Fournette, Barkley with two of Ramondre, Eno, Daryl Henderson or do we play all three of those running backs and pay up for receivers and tight ends those are the guys that I'm considering at running back though run them down one more time and like I said Sunday morning if you're up at 10 a.m. I put it on Twitter it's a live space we go to outer space Neptune and I just Kind of finalize my thoughts. You could ask questions, although most people don't have questions. They just want the plays. Basically, if I could just screenshot my lineup, that's kind of what I get in the DMs after that space is over. Just tell me who to play. Um, but anyway, Ramondre, Eno, Daryl Henderson, Barkley, Fournette, Christian McCaffrey at running back. Those, I think, are the best plays. Um I guess I would be remiss to not mention Kenneth Walker at 5,400. I think he's a really good play as well. Um, if you need the two, I think Ramondre's a better play, and I do think Eno's 800 cheaper, so it kind of makes him a better play. He's pretty even with Daryl Henderson, in my opinion. Even Brees Hall is a good play now that I'm looking at, I'm going through these salaries on the DK app here. Man. So I'll iron that out a little bit more, but those are my top plays. At wide receiver, um, Cup's banged up, so I don't know if we would be paying all the way up for him. And then some of the other good receivers are kind of off the slate. Obviously, Steph Diggs at 8,400 is really interesting. Tyler Lockett at 5,600 sticks out as a really good value play. Um Rondo Moore, he was on my buy low article last week and went like, I don't know, 7 for 60 or something like that. He's pretty solid at 4,200 if you need a pay down wide receiver. That is, man, I think we could really narrow down wide receiver this week. Like Chris Godwin is 6,100 still. I like him. I really like Deontay Johnson in tournaments at 5,700. I think he's due for a breakout game with all the usage that he's getting. Um... Zay Jones at 4,200 is interesting. These are just notes that I've written down here. But I think we, we stay in that Lockett, Diggs, Cooper Cup-ish range. Rondell Moore is interesting. Chris Godwin. It really depends on what we do at running back, right? If we pay up for one high price running back, things kind of change. Or do we pay up at 
tight end because there isn't a ton of great tight end options. I think we could still play Tyler Higby. Played him last week at 4,300 and he did a, a fantastic job. He's just going to continue to get those low A dot. Like he reminds me of like Zach Ertz a few years ago with the Eagles where Ertz was just getting a ton of targets, albeit short to intermediate. And like his, his stat line is like six for 70 or seven for 60, which is fine for his price. Um, let's see who else I have written down here. Obviously Kelsey and Andrews, if we're paying up, the other guy that I think is interesting is Zach Gentry. If we're absolutely punting, Pat Frymuth has a concussion, probably won't play like him a good deal. That is pretty much it at tight end. So it really comes down to how we are going to structure this. I'll have to crunch some more numbers. That is the rundown. I think defense is pretty simple this week. I think we are playing... uh, Maybe it's not as simple as I thought. I have three written down here for cheap defenses. The Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints. We're living in the NFC... South this week. I mean, if we have a little bit of money, I think we could get up to Indy, who's playing Jacksonville. But obviously, you know how it is with defenses. We're just plugging in who fits. So this lineup is going to look something like Josh Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, Eno Benjamin, Tyler Lockett, Stefan Diggs, maybe maybe not Diggs. You know, the last time we played Allen and Diggs together, it didn't work out exactly great. So I don't know if I – and I I always tell you guys this. I don't love tying up 16K worth of salary, a 30-year salary in a correlation play like that because, you know, it's one thing if Allen gets sniped by a couple – Devin Singletary touchdowns, or it's one thing if, you know, one of your players kind of is victim to touchdown variance, but, you know, a couple of Devin Singletary touchdowns absolutely crushes your lineup because it kills Diggs and it kills Allen. So I'll see if I'm going to play that stack. It does help the, you know, and I've been doing this, if you've been following me for a long time, I used to submit two cash lineups, actually. I used to put a head-to-head lineup in that had a little bit more correlation to try to win a higher percentage, you know, capture a little bit more upside, and a 50-50 lineup that basically subbed out the correlated wide receiver for wide receiver of the same price that I also liked. So I would play like, and this is like maybe four or five years ago that I was doing this with two cash lineups. An example now would be, you know, I would play I don't know, Allen and Diggs in my head-to-head lineup. And then in my 50-50 lineup, I would play like Allen and Mike Williams or Allen and whomever the the equivalent 7.8K wide receiver was that I also liked, Allen and, and Justin Jefferson or whatever, just to get that a little bit more safety in the double up. I don't do that anymore. I put the same lineup in, um, just more confident in probably my abilities to, to play the right plays anymore. Core four, Allen, Ramondre, Lockett, 
and I'll say E, I'll say Eno for now, but it, that may change. But those are the preliminary core four. We'll lock in our final thoughts and our final core four on Sunday at 10 a.m. Be sure to tune in. I do record it, and it is replayable from like 10.30 to 1 on Twitter on my page. So you could always access it if you're not available right at 10. All right, guys. We'll talk to you on Sunday live. See ya.